covering everything in the Brainerd Lakes area. This is the Listen Local Podcast with Jacob Blazer and Colton Mayer. Welcome back to the Listen Local Podcast. I'm Colton Mayer. And I'm Jacob Blazer. And today we're uh, lucky enough to have two of the guys I know from Minnesota Inboard, Cody Tisla and Jordan Schultz. Welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks. So I think what we'll begin with is just... Tell our listeners, um, I guess, a little about yourself, like however far back you want to go, and then leading up to your guys' roles at Minnesota Inboard. Let's start with uh, you, Cody. Well, my birthday is July 7th, and uh, <laughs> no. um, July is the best month, though, especially for a boat salesman. Um, grew up going to my family's cabin, uh, Okaboji, Iowa, so I was actually always going south from, uh, from the cities to head down to the cabin. All my friends were going north. And I, I think what I really fell in love with, uh, visited one of my friend's cabins up in Whitefish. And I was like, we were, we were riding around Trout Lake. You could see 20 feet down. And I, I was just blown away with the water clarity and, and how cool this area is. And then uh, as you get to know more of the businesses and everything, it was like, this is awesome. And somehow five years later, um, after that, this was probably circa 2008, um, was visiting some friends that worked at Madden's Resort. They ran the ski school and Perfecto Pizza, all the activities. You know, basically a, a guy's best job you could ask for, you know, having fun. And uh, the owners of Minnesota Inboard, my family actually, I bought my first Malibu when I was 19. It was in 1992, which was actually sold from Minnesota Inboard the first year that they were open. Um, and anyways... Started coming up here, visiting it, and I found a cabin for rent for 4200 bucks for the whole summer. And one of my best friends, who's a helicopter pilot, was like, yeah, I'll rent it with you. And so the owners of Minnesota Inboard knew me from wakeboarding, and I was really good friends with the family. And uh, they're like, hey, will you help deliver boats for us? We'll let you use one whenever you want. <laughs> no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's kind of just joking, because I actually came from the restaurant business, partners with my mom. And... Uh, He's like, you want to just move up there and work for us? And I, maybe. He's like, really? And this is Matt Mueller, who him and his wife are the owners now. They bought their parents out two years ago. And uh, three weeks later, I ended up moving up here, and uh, my prayers were answered. I, I fell in love with it. I, I got to say, I was kind of planning on proving myself up here because we have another location in the cities and thought I would, I would start up here and then move down there. And after two months of being up here, I listed my house for sale back down in the cities. And um, yeah, lucky for me, I sold a boat to uh, Chad Schwenneman with uh, Exit Reality. So uh, they found me a house and uh, I'm a full-time resident now, but um, just love working for Minnesota Inboard, the community between knowing, you know, Ernie's, Rafferty's, all these different business owners and, and the people in the community. I think that's what really separates this area. It's, it's a huge area with a ton of people, but for a guy who comes from a small town of 1300, it still has that feel to it. Like everybody knows everybody and that can be a good thing and a bad thing. As long as you're a good person, I think it's awesome. And I love it. Sorry for going on. No, too that's long. okay. No, that's, that's good. Exactly that's good. What we want to hear it. All right, Jordan, Absolutely. what's up? Yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'm originally from St. Michael Rogers area. And, um, my first experience with this community up here was on Nisswa Lake. My family ended up purchasing just a small cabin in 1997 and I was five years old. So I was just ecstatic to be on the water. It's something that I'd never experienced before. So, um, and then fast forward a couple of years later, we actually ended up moving up to our, to our small cabin, going to elementary school, um, at Nisswa and, uh, just really developed a, a passion for living on the water and, and having lake life and water sports be a part of my life. I thought it was a great, great way to, uh, you know, grow up. Right. I mean, there's so many things to do. Um, and then, yeah, fast forward a few years later, we actually, um, the Mueller family opened up a, uh, a spot over here in Baxter, mm -hmm. and this was to better service their, their Northwoods customers. Um, so that's honestly really how I got into the Minnesota Inboard family. Our family was, you know, we'd always had inboard outboards and runabouts and things like that. And we're always, you know, recreational water skiers and things like that. But I was getting into wakeboarding. My brother, he's older than me. He loved to slalom ski. I had to be different, right? He yeah. also played hockey. I played basketball, it had to be different. So I wanted a wakeboard. So we ended up getting a wakeboard boat in 2006, the first year that the Baxter location opened up um, and instantly fell in love with Minnesota Inboard and how they took care of us. My mom was very hesitant to drive a new sports car on the water, so to speak. 
Um, so having them kind of take care of her and show her how to use the boat and operate the boat, um, it was a, a huge thing for, for our family because us kids, we were jacked up no matter what. Um, but yeah, having, having that was a, a huge, uh, huge experience for us and really furthered our, our family being co closer together um, and being on the water and yeah, going, going to those places on the lake and making a day of it out on the water. That's, that's been huge for my family. So for sure. I think for us, one of the best parts about being boat salesmen is that like if Jordan and his brother, Austin, who I actually have Austin's old job and Austin has gone for three years and now he's back working with Minnesota Inboard again, which is awesome. Um, we kind of sold our family on why we should get an inboard boat that you can surf behind, you can wakeboard, you can ski, and not only how they drive, but like the time together when you have all those different activities that you can do, people like, boy, you're really good at your job. It's like, it's easy to sell something that you truly believe in. You know, I've, it took my parents to upgrade from an inboard outboard to a, a, a surf boat. They have a axis from Minnesota inboard. And, uh, I think it took me buying a 1992 Malibu to teach them, you know, we were only surfing two, three feet behind the boat, but you could do it. And it was just as much fun as their, their 2014 Axis A24 with Surfgate and all these fancy, yeah. you know, upgrades. But when somebody comes by with that newer boat, it's like, wow, this is what it comes to. And, you know, instead of taking a family vacation somewhere, if you can justify all the time you can spend together on the water, work hard, play hard. And. That's where we're here to really help people to spend more time together. And the lakes area has so much to, to offer from golf courses to everything, you know, golf courses to the bike trails, the Paul Bunyan, something if, if people haven't hopped on a bike for a couple of years, I challenge them to get on that Paul Bunyan trail and go for a cruise and stop at the shops along the way. Like my grandparents came up and visited and that to me was besides being on these hundred thousand dollar boats, just going for a bike ride with my grandparents and stopping at the DQ or yeah. Rafferty's, you know, those yeah. are fun things in the area to do. And the trail is relatively easy to very. ride. I mean, there's <laughs> a straight shot. There's very little hills. And, right. Absolutely. Uh, now, sales, are you both sales? Both on the sales side? Yes. And you guys pump out Malibus like they're Tic Tacs. <laughs> what, and you said Axis. What else you got? Is it just the, the two brands? So we, we actually have three brands, uh, Malibu. Um, in 2008 came out with Axis, which would be, think of Chevy compared to Cadillac mm -hmm. or Lexus and Toyota, right? Mm -hmm. They're built in the same exact factory. They have the same surf system. You're basically talking, you know, on a 24 foot boat, somewhere between, you know, 40 and $70,000 difference, depending what options you go with for really the same boat. But hey, do you want the top of the line, you know, touchscreen dash where if you want to go to to skiing, you press ski. If you want to go yeah. to, you preset surf left and it does everything for you compared to fill, fill, fill. You know, not a first world problem by any means. <laughs> but uh, I think it's fun that, you know, a lot of times we'll get somebody into that that lower price range boat, even a $30,000 boat to see the value in it. And, you know, that's where we're taking the same steps of doing a two hour orientation with them on the water, showing them how everything works. and helping them with their questions along the way. The more they know about their boat, the more boats we're going to sell, the more fun they're having. Again, the more boats we're going to have. And I think for us, what's really cool about it is, I, I mean, just last night, stopped at Rafferty's to pick up pizzas and waiting outside for them to be ready. And here's one of our customers that I call friends, right? They're on, on Lower Collin and got a new boat from us last year and rebuilding their cabin. And like, just talk to them, social distancing, you know, six feet, <laughs> but man, it was, it's so much fun to, to see those guys up at their cabin again. And again, touching on, on COVID, I guess, you know, a lot of people you hear both ways up in cabin country that are like, Hey, I stay down in the cities where some of this stuff is. And to me, it's like, you got this money invested in your cabin to get away from all the craziness of the cities and what better place to kind of get out and, and be away from people than at your cabin in Brandon Lakes area. I know, Colton, in the real estate market, you're feeling the exact same way about that whole thing. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously cautiously, but yeah. Uh, yeah, people are definitely coming up. Everybody's being smart about it. And I think we talked about it a little off air, but uh, everybody knows that it's this is where they want to be. It's a matter of how do we get there? How do we ruffle the least amount of feathers? Uh, you know, get there just 
unwind at the cabin and yeah maybe we do still have to hunker down but at least it's where we want to be you're right they're paying taxes and uh you know they have, they have a right to be here right. so how do you guys go about like showing houses right now are you able to keep your distance and and walk through and it's interesting it's interesting uh, i think it's if anything it's it's kind of interesting to see how agents have kind of adapted to not only we talked a little bit in a previous episode about the technology that we're using and uh, we can do it FaceTime, we can do virtual tours, we can do all that stuff, but um, we're also filtering clients a lot more. Like if you just pick up the phone and call me and I've never met you and you're like, hey, I want to go look at this house. In my business, I've always known to say, hold on, I don't know who you are and I don't know your story. But some agents would just drop everything and run out and open the door and say, here you are. Um, that's definitely not happening right now. You need to be pre-approved. You need to be extremely serious. Um, and there's a lot of filtering that's going into these people. So showings have went down, but sales have stayed steady, if not went up, actually. So I, I think for you guys, like you're going to see more people that are understanding, like our customers, too. A lot of them are at their cabins. They're working from home and they're finding out that most of what they're doing. I mean, you have two different groups. You got, you know, young family, 40s with with two kids that aren't at school right now or three kids and and they're at the cabin social distancing doing their stuff getting some yard work done as well and then you have grandpa and grandma who have had this cabin for 60 years and it's been their retirement plan to move up here in the future and now they're maybe thinking maybe now is the time that i sell my place back home and and we sell that we have our place up here and maybe we look at a vacation place somewhere else that, that we get to but I think we're going to see like for your market, more people coming up here. Yeah. I think it's uh, economically speaking. I always say I'd love to have a crystal ball. So I knew what exactly what was going to happen, but some, something's got to give right. Economically, most people will let go of their second home. You know, if they've got kids in, in school and they're in their junior, junior year of high school and they don't have a choice, right? They're at the point, tough times, tough decisions need to be made. What do they have to do? they have to let go of one of the two houses. They're probably gonna choose letting go of the lake house so they can let their kid finish school. But if they can make that same decision after the kid's out of school or it's their senior year or whatever it is, um, chances are that this is that opportunity for them to really you know, have the time here to enjoy. You know, we, we always say, you forget why you live here. The people coming up from Minneapolis and getting the time to like breathe in the air and just sit and relax and not have the hustle and bustle of like, the lake being packed or going out to the restaurant every night and living that lifestyle, which is great. And I, I love it and I love doing it all year round. But uh, if they actually get to see what it's like to live here and not have, you know, three, four times the population like it is during peak summer, um, chances are they're, they're saying exactly what we're talking about of just like, wow, this is, this is the place. And it sounded like that's, that's what resonated with you and got you to to pull the trigger and just move up here full time. Yeah, but as a warning, like if you think you're going to move up here to slow things down, that, that's not what happens. There's, it, there's always something going on up here. I think it's it's incredible, which you guys can kick me after this uh, this show, but I still have not been to a turtle race. So that's like my bucket list. I need to make a turtle race. Well, yeah, growing up, that's what we would do. We would bike from this wall up here. And yeah, absolutely. Hopefully they happen this year. I mean, my the, the turtle tracks is like the footsteps, the front door of my office, like literally every single Wednesday, there's at least five, 500 kids. It's kind of our, like the average Yeah, it's a race. sea of people there. And yeah, it's just the kids, just the racers. There's, you know, three, four, 500. I think the busiest one was like 700 some kids last year um, racing turtles, which is exhausting because I judge a few times. I think we judged five or six different races. So to go through 700 kids dropping their turtles and watching it go, it gets a little redundant, but, um, yeah, it, it is one of the biggest pastimes that people resonate with. So please pick a Wednesday, come <laughs> hang out at the office. You can stand inside. You can be in the air conditioning. And You've got bottled water in there, I know, from personal experience. Just so yeah. we'll, get, we'll get Cody a turtle. Yeah. So would you guys say that you're professional turtle racers at this point? I was more professional when I was like five than okay. I am now. <laughs> okay. Well, for, uh, for someone like me who's never raced a turtle before, what are some tips that you could give me? Just real Ooh. quick, maybe your top 
Maybe you can't give those away. I don't want to give away the secrets. I'd say go find a snapper. Be the Godzilla of the crew. Just stomp over everybody. Well, noise noise scares them. So a lot of people will like try and clap the bucket, like pound the bucket on the ground, or clap their hands or yell. That always makes them curl up. The old water trick: dump them water. Water behind, but behind them, so the water splashes behind them, so they. (laughs) <laughs> feel a little kick like something's behind me something's chasing me so that'll get them going would it help to feed them a little bit of lettuce or or something before you know give them a little energy so you don't get you don't get much uh you don't get much time ahead of time there's <laughs> just buckets in the middle you pick a bucket there's a turtle in it and then 10 seconds later it's on the line and try your luck i can't remember awesome. do they let you bring your own turtles anymore not anymore they used not to anymore. so we'd like shoot them up with steroids you know and yeah. Get <laughs> yeah yeah make sure they're eating their weeds. just kidding Peter. i'm not actually shooting up with steroids. <laughs> so so i'm interested to hear like jordan give a give us what your average weekend is obviously boat sales we yeah. work friday you know we're we're open till six but typically during the heat of season we're we're in there a lot later than that and then saturdays we're open till four um but we're out with with our customers the Minnesota inboard family, basically getting out on the water, which I think makes this a fun job is people are excited to be out on them, but like you guys, locals, what's the average weekend? Like if you could say, this is my ideal weekend of the summer. Do you have friends that come up and visit you? Cause like me, my, my place is kind of an open door policy and there's <laughs> always host, people yeah. up. So they're always on vacation and it seems like summer is just, it's here and it's gone. Yeah. I wish, wish we could reverse the roles as much as I love winter and there's a lot of activities like mm-hmm. summer's nice. Summer's, <laughs> summer's so like a week or my D ideal weekend overall would be a summer weekend, um, out on the boat, getting around a golfing, you know, finishing up at Rafferty's pizza there in Nisswa. We love our Rafferty's pizza, but I would say, yeah, just if we could, if I could be out on the boat all summer, I would, you know, now that I've got some technology too, with these drones, it makes it even, more of a fun time out there so we can capture those those instances and um, whether it's out with you guys doing a shoot or just wakeboarding or wake surfing or I know uh, we have a mutual friend Colton Sturm you know he's oh, got yeah. a party boat going out there I don't think that's coming out anymore but, I, uh, I saw a video that it's not doing so hot and I think he's <laughs> got a way to uh, he's, he's planning on making some money with it instead yeah. so yeah I know growing up sucks right <laughs> so i mean that would be it like i'm a summer person you know i love i love the outdoors i love the up north that's why you know i was in the cities for almost 10 years and that's why i decided to move back up here not only because it's much more chill you know no traffic but i just love the lakes and the courses you know the golf courses and just the people overall it's we're we're fun. We're friendly up here, you know? So this is Minnesota nights up here. And what lakes are you, I mean, are you going to the uh, same lake mostly? I'd say mostly Gull, but now that we've become closer with uh, Richard and Jess with Moonlight, I've been out on, on Whitefish a little bit as well. So, but um, I grew up actually on Little Pelican. Okay. So, yeah. And uh, I my Gull experiences were actually, here's, here's your Minnesota inboard connection on my end. Um, one of my best friends growing up was Annie Heidman. So her mom, Sally, now works at- Yeah, um, she sails with us. Yeah, yeah, she's with Minnesota Inboard. And um, that's like their whole family. And, and I know Annie's older brother, Jake, was a professional wakeboarder for a while. So he taught me how to wakeboard. And ever since that day when I was probably like 14, like wakeboarding was my life all the way through high school. Now I wish I could still do it. I've, I've gained about 50 pounds since then. So I don't know what my, what, <laughs> what my balance would be, but uh, I'd say, yeah, that was, especially when I was a kid and growing up even uh, early adulthood was out on the lake um, on a on a Malibu, you know. So with my friends, so you know all those guys. I knew two people before moving up here, basically that were locals. Colin Ryan being one of them, pro wakeboarder, uh, awesome dad of four, anesthesiologist, Army <laughs> Ranger. Thank you for your service, Colin. If you you hear this, um, I actually talked to him yesterday. We have have his new boat getting ready, but uh, gonna wait a little bit as he's got some stuff to do for uh, for all of us American citizens yeah. right now. But, and then Jade Worley as well, yeah. another awesome yeah. wakeboarder and used to go to Craigans. They had uh, a wakeboard competition there. Yeah. And uh, when I moved up here, then started hanging out with those guys quite a bit. And it's been fun getting to know more people in the water sports community sure. just through, through work because we all enjoy doing the same thing. But right. I also hit up the golf courses a lot. Like I think our relationship with Madden's Resort, they have a ski school boat from us. Mm-hmm. Craigens Resort has a ski school boat from us. And then uh, Dave Spizo up at Breezy. Right. 
they have a bunch of pontoons from us. So it's like, it's fun to have these relationships with the places that are all about fun and family get together. Like I think every restaurant, every bar, every business in this area, even, you know, all the gift shops you think about, like you could spend a whole weekend just going from gift shop to gift shop to gift shop. <laughs> yeah. And racing turtles. Yeah, right. And racing Which turtles. talk about Sally, you know, she is a huge Niswa ambassador. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and uh it's fun hearing about her and her best friend Cheryl. Oh, Cheryl oh. always going up there. And if I need to get tips on turtle races, I think she's my go to. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's funny how many of the older generation are there. Not because their grandkids are there or they're there with their family. It's like the, the old ladies get together and that's their Wednesday activity is to go out to the turtle races. Whether they're hanging out or racing, there's definitely a lot of them there. So it's funny. Yeah, it's, it's funny. So uh, Jordan, other than selling boats nonstop all summer, what it, what would your ideal day be? I'm assuming out on a boat, but yeah, what, what's, what's your up north story here? Absolutely. I mean, personal hours on the boat is always awesome. Um, it's one of those things that, you know, an, an ideal weekend or an ideal day would be, you know, Friday night, we always get a fire going. Um, we love doing, my mom, she loves doing sunset cruises, right? So out on the boat yeah. doing that. And then usually after that, we'll drop everybody off and then my brother and I will go water ski. Sure. Um, then watching the sunsets. We, we're blessed to have Western exposure. Yeah. Um, so it's something that, you know, sunsets have always been a huge thing in my family. And then, uh, yeah, just spending the day together. And of, of course, we're blessed, like you said, to have the, the golf courses. I mean, it's easy to forget that, you know, try to take it, you know, try not to take it for granted. But uh Getting out there, I'd like to spend more time. I actually just got a, a new wedge set, so I'm happy to uh, hit the links as much as I can. Yeah. But um, yeah, being on the water is, is huge for me. Um, being able to share, you know, my experience, I'm blessed to be able to to take out our boats anytime I want. Yeah. So it's one of those things that even with um, our customers having having a lot of time with them, but also being able to share that with my family and my friends, um, that's kind of my ideal you know, Friday, Saturday, for sure. So Absolutely. when you, I think when I spoke with, the first time I met you and your brother was out on a shoot last last year. We'll get into that yeah. in a little bit here, but you both mentioned that you get to go with, do these test runs with clients and or with customers and all of that. What, when you know it's gonna be 80 and sunny, are you just waiting for that phone call so you can get out on the lake instead of sitting in the office? Oh, it's <laughs> it's an easy way to wake up. I mean, yeah. knowing if, I, if Cody and I both, let's say we'll have, you know, three to six, um, appointments that day it's if it's going to be nice out like we absolutely love i love waking up driving to my work and it's it's really it's funny i, I use the word work it's not even really work um I, I look forward to it there's so many times where um we get out there and it's you know it's, it's early morning right i'm not a huge early riser but at the same time getting up and having the water just be absolute glass out yeah. there and getting you know picking up a family of four or five and getting them in the boat and especially it's a lot of our, our new customers that have never even experienced an inboard boat before. So the performance and even the stereo and things like that, um, it's, it's truly a special uh, moment. And the biggest thing is getting a lot of the kiddos, yeah. getting them involved yeah. and having them play DJ in the boat. Um, also getting them behind, behind the boat right away. And with Malibu and Access, they make it so easy to start off with the beginner wave. And then if dad's going and he's a little bit heavier set guy, he can get back there and with the touch of a button, you can literally make that wave steeper. So yeah. the biggest thing is though, with especially with the kids that really kind of, I went to school for health and phi ed. Okay. So teaching has always been a huge part of my life. Um, when, when the kids just light up and they smile, like that does it for me, yeah. let alone their, their parents in the boat, getting the camera ready and um, getting the shot. So on top, of, on top of that, we do, and he, he forgot to tell you what his ideal weekend is. He's, he's got a super hot, awesome personality girlfriend <laughs> shout out to her absolutely she puts I, up with me <laughs> I, I third wheeled with them quite a bit this winter but uh date night i mean date they're right on Niswa lake okay. uh, the cabin that I grew up in him and his brother rent it and you know they're going over to to main street to to have dinner or they're taking a boat ride down to ernie's swinging over to my place for a fire and supper i'm on the south end of the lake he's okay. on the north end yep. so mm -hmm. it's pretty cool like all of our our Minnesota inboard family that's around the lake, if they have questions or, you know, ding their prop and they need a different prop, it's like, oh, I'll swing over. Like, yeah. we can help you out, yeah. you know, and treat others the way you want to be treated. Mm -hmm. But our motto from Minnesota inboard is let our family take care of yours, the Minnesota yeah. inboard family. And um, for him, like, he has really taken control of that north part of the lake. Like, <laughs> you know, there's not a boat that he doesn't know that's been yeah. sold from us. And it, it's that's pretty. Awesome. 
pretty cool to take a boat ride up to his place to visit him and Greta and, and see all these boats that we've sold and wave to them. And you know every one of them, and they're your friends. Yep. You're a dock-to-dock salesman. For sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you mentioned the, the technology in these new Malibus. Um, I think that was one of the, not just watching all you guys wake surf and ski last year that blew my mind of how good you guys are now, but <laughs> I'm out there with, with my technology and I, I was more blown away. And you saw some of the, uh, the bigger drones we even brought out there. Absolutely. I was more blown away that you could touch a button and the, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm explaining this wrong, but the water would come out this, the, the sides of the boats, the mm-hmm. friggin' you press a button and it, it's like cruise control by just 17.9 miles per hour. And you just sit there and I'm like, what, where's the little like gas? Let's, let's get some gas in this. But it was so <laughs> amazing to me. Just boats are, are just the next wave of amazing technology in this world. And it's just mind blowing. Yeah, you don't have to feather the throttle anymore. Yeah. You can just hit a button and it's, it's really everything. amazing. That, I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even know that it was to that point. Yeah. yeah. They, guys, so. they make it. Yeah. They make it really easy. I mean, the, like you said, the technology they're putting in them, it's, they practically, they don't drive themselves yet. But that, that might be the next step. Yeah, um, we don't know. But uh, yeah, it's it Malibu makes it pretty easy for people to That's dial crazy. in their wave and, and things like that. So it makes our job easier, too. I think Jordan was in five or six different boats yesterday. We've been uh, kind of our daily life right now is lake testing these boats, getting them ready for the customer. I think right now we had over 170 new Malibu Axis and Avalon pontoons that were sold. So these all get delivered between us and our Lake Minnetonka Excelsior location, get delivered before Memorial Day. And there's some more challenges this year. We've been doing videos, how to, because we, we can't technically be in a boat with, with them right now until you know after May 4th. And depending on the curve, we'll see where, where this all goes. But FaceTime technology, your drones, it's been fun to see all the stuff that you get. And I hope we can get you guys out this summer and maybe we'll give you some free tips. But... <laughs> But on top of that, these boats, if you want to do something, like I was out on one yesterday, number one, seat heaters. They have heaters in the, these boats. And I mean, I'm comfortable. I got my wool socks on, but I got the heaters. You want to get the water, you're going to freeze your ass off. You sit right here. Yeah. Right. You come back in. We have these blankets that these heater hoses pull out and they hook into both sides of the this blanket. And it's fleece on the inside and, and windproof on the outside. So you can fit two people underneath it, three if you really want to get cuddly. Uh, but you get out of the water. Yeah, the water's cold, but wetsuits aren't what they what they used to be. You don't want to pee in these wetsuits anymore because <laughs> you really don't even get out wet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the first time I remember trying on a new one, this was multiple years ago. Cody's like, yeah, you don't want to pee in that. I'm like, why is that? And I, I jump in and it, it to practically keep you dry. So they, they've come a long way and that's playing into a little bit of our, our pro shop that we have to offer too. We, we offer all kinds of wetsuits and all kinds of products. Um, we take the same approach with, our boats, um, you know, we take, we're carrying only inboard boats. This is our passion. This is what we do. Um, we take that same approach with our pro shop. And that's, you know, getting into this business is kind of the pipeline of how I have evolved into a salesperson, um, starting out in the pro shop and making sure that our families have the, the right gear to give them the most optimal experience on the water. That's something that's really important to us too. So um, the pro shop's been huge for us. Perfect. So Jordan, you were mentioning the pro shop that sort of leads into how blaze air and woods to water connected with Minnesota inboard last summer, we were down there shooting. One of the projects was we were shooting, um, like a 32nd minute promo from in the shop of your guys' new stuff, the boards, um, the boats, but in the big scheme of things, that main project was with woods to water and Colton for a how to up North in the summer. And we worked on gull and whitefish with you guys. So, you know, we got to see firsthand what goes into these boats, your talents on the lake, and then just what a day in the life is and how much boating experience means up north. So I don't know, Colton, if you want to touch on the project, this was your yeah. your baby uh, sort of. Yeah. Um, well, it came from, you know, you asked, what does the perfect weekend look like? So that was kind of what the, the whole idea behind the video series was, which um, we did a winter video now, talking to Jacob yesterday about doing a couple more summer ones. So I have to get you guys in on those. But the whole idea behind it was just what is what is a weekend? What does a day look like? And whether you're a tourist or a local, what does a day look like? Um, so that video really was my day coming to life. I got to go to a brewery. Got to <laughs> find a time to squeeze in uh, 18 holes. Got to be on a boat. Normally I'm on a pontoon, but 
because uh, I cannot wakeboard or ski to save my life. I could tube and tube with the best of them. Uh. That, that sounds like a challenge. We did teach, not to put the pressure on you, but we had a 72-year-old grandma and her six-year-old grandson. She would win. Bull surfing in the same day. So. <laughs> no, I tried to, I tried wakeboarding once and it was a disaster. <laughs> I surfed a few times, but I, that was 60 pounds ago and countless cases of beer ago, so. <laughs> That was a different life. Well, the number one. I was an rule. athlete at that point. Like yeah, I, right, college right. baseball, come home in the summer. Yeah. I was in shape. Like I could do it all. The yeah. number one rule is always have fun, right? So even I'm if you're not getting up, fun, try yeah. to have fun. Then you, you got it. For for all the wakeboarders that are listening, um, I think we all kind of know how your wakeboarding ended. Was did it sound like this? Like a face slapper? Because usually the that last, board the very, turns. the very last time. Yep. That might be my last. I was up on uh, Lake Winnipeg. And uh, that's not a good lake to wakeboard on. It's massive. It's like <laughs> Malax times three. Rollers, some wallet <laughs> yeah, there. yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, yep. I tried to. I wasn't much. I was just trying to like do a 180 back across the wake, and uh, the back of my head hit. And I don't remember much more that day, but uh, I think that might have been the <laughs> yeah. last time I wakeboarded. Yeah. Most of my wakeboarding experience was spent uh, with 75% of my body in the water. At least probably 90% of my body in the water, just my eyes sticking out. So <laughs> surfing has obviously been a huge thing. And, yeah. and that's something that it, it's a challenge, but it's fun because you want to make sure like we do a, a on water orientation with everyone that, that buys a boat from us. And I think during that, if it's up to two hours, I bet at least half hour is, is talked about where to do your surfing because you are pumping out these big waves how to respect everybody, the, the people, the shoreline owners, the, the other boaters that are out there. Um, obviously, smooth water's the best. But it's like, if the lake's wide open, what people don't understand is to get the ideal surf wave, you wanna be in at least 14 feet of water or deeper. And so it is good good practice to be out in the middle or, or where wherever the water's the best. But you know, we're talking to people about that, about like these boats are so, advanced now you can turn off your tower speakers and just have your cabin speakers on or you, you know if just the rider wants it just turn your tower speakers on you can still talk in the boat if you're going for a boat ride no reason to have your tower speakers on fourth of july in the morning you're listening to lee greenwood hey crank it up <laughs> at least 7 30 get everybody up and going right everyone needs to learn how to water ski yeah. we we get so many kids that come into the store and they're all about what new surfboard and we're pumped about that, but we're like, what about when it's smooth? You ever ski? No, I've never skied. Mm -hmm. And they, they think of double water skiing as kind of a, a joke. And it's like, to me, that's still one of the best things to get like three people out there water skiing at the same time. So I think that's our goal is to get you uh, water skis? skiing yeah. in the summer. Yeah, let's and do it. I'll get out there with that's you. We'll get two ropes too, out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I started water skiing them slalom, and that's like when I was a little, little kid. But if anyone thinks water skiing is lame, Watch the video with Taylor out there last year. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, man, she was killing it. Yeah, so. and she, she taught ski school at Madden's for my buddies that I actually knew up here before. That's kind of how I got to know Taylor. Okay. And she's going to be a doctor here pretty quick. Wow. So <laughs> I'm sure hopefully we'll have a Malibu in the future for her. Um, <laughs> no, the, my, I never tried skiing. I watched my little sister try it. And she she got up upright for maybe, I don't know, five seconds. And then she went face first but she didn't let go of the rope and it was probably oh. 15 seconds of just skipping across the lake on her face and that didn't look very fun to me so <laughs> i never tried that <laughs> that yeah. was my skiing experience but but no those those videos going back to the videos yeah that's that's a day in the life like that is why i why i opened a real estate company here was exactly what you saw in that video it was bringing local businesses together it was showing people how we live daily like i if i could draw a perfect picture of a weekend i would be on the water fishing by 5 a.m. I'd be at the golf course by 8 a.m. And I'd be back on the water with my family by noon. Mm -hmm. Like that would be perfect. And then finish by a bonfire with, with everybody. And that is, that is I could do that every day the rest of my life. It's a great way yeah. to make memories too, right? I, I like going fishing actually during the week though because the water's really calm. If you can get out there on a Wednesday, Thursday morning and there's there's nobody even up yet. And you're the only only boat on the whole lake. It's, it's a magical feeling. Fish I mean, it really is. <laughs> yeah, right. My weekend is very similar to yours, besides that I'm always working on the weekends too, but typically like friends coming up here and they're on vacation mode, but it's like, look at the weather. I'm planning my weekend by the weather. Yeah. Are we going to be on the lake all weekend? Is it going to be 105? Because if it is, 
I'm probably not going to go golf during exactly. this time. I'm yeah. going to be on the lake. Um, and if it's cloudy and chance of rain, hey, maybe we'll canoe down the river. The Gulf River has been something that's really fun. Yep. And I'm sure there's other ones to do too. We'll even paddleboard down it. But all the golf courses, like I, I've been up here five years now and I still have multiple golf courses that I haven't been to. And everybody yeah, you like, said you're a, a Craigans Madden's kind of guy. Well, I'd live about a mile from Craigans and across the lake from Madden's um, because of our relationship with, with Madden's that we've had in the past. I kind of got employee discount on all the, the courses. So I really didn't have any reason to go anywhere else. And I'm definitely Another not. perk of being a local. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you don't pay sure. the weekend right. rates. <laughs> yeah. But I also always have friends that are up. And so if they come golf and bring in other people over there as well, but we'll pretend to be vacationers and go sing karaoke at, at the bear trap at Craigans. That's their, their bar. <laughs> um, it's just fun to, to hang out. I mean, we're basically, our life is other people's vacation. <laughs> yeah. I hope that doesn't come out bad, but we are <laughs> no, blessed to be up here. Yeah, and Absolutely. Even, you know, you look at people's grandparents that have made this home now, like they're so active with different things going on. Yeah. We rolled out the, Gull Lake video with you guys last year. We also shot the same day or the day after we shot that one, we shot Whitefish Chain, which is mm -hmm. near and dear, dear to my heart. I mean, I literally learned how to swim at the Army Corps of, Corps of Engineers oh, campground yeah. in Cross Lake. Not many people got to get their swim lessons in a lake, you know, normally in, the, in <laughs> yeah. the pool. But yeah, that's a cool video that we didn't actually get the opportunity to to show anybody last year. So that's coming out here momentarily. I wanted it to be launched by now, but with... Uh, all this COVID, people locked down. I don't want to give anybody false expectations that, you know, summer's right around the corner because we don't know what it's going to look like. So right. trying to time that right. But uh, I'm excited for people to see that one because I think bringing Moonlight in, the cardboard boat races made a little appearance in there. Crafts and cones. Yeah, crafts and cones. Just the, the local staples. So yeah. Um, it, and you mentioned Mike, who him and his wife run the Baxter um, office, right? Or yeah. He's, pro shop. he's our GM and he actually had two Malibus before working there as well. So we've all basically lived the life of, yeah. of the customer before working here. And what I think is really unique about our sales team and our service team is our service manager lives right in breezy. So he's, you know, between whitefish, leech Lake, yeah. all these lakes that we're really busy at. And, and then Mike, and Julie, they're on Whitefish, mm -hmm. and they sold their house back in the cities and, and made this their full-time home now. And then uh, our pro shop manager, um, Isaac, yep. his family cabin is on the Whitefish chain as well. And so we have people up there. And like for me, I love visiting Jerry and all the guys over at Moonlight. Like that's one of my favorite things. Whenever I'm up on Whitefish, I'm going to grab that 550 lunch special oh, yeah. up, up there. Like I'll plan my deliveries around <laughs> it just so I can go visit those guys. And I have a lot of friends from back home that have cabins on Whitefish and yep. some of my favorite customers out there too. But I'm sure for you guys, you, you jump around. Like how long have you been up here now for? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, I moved up here as a, I want to say two year old. Okay. You know, I was born in southern Minnesota, but my whole life, you know, what I remember was here. Uh, we lived in Cross Lake when we moved up here, and uh, fourth or fifth grade, we moved to Pequot, so just because that's when I started to get more active in school sports and activities and all of that, so driving back and forth from Cross Lake was a little cumbersome for my parents, so then we moved walking distance from the school, so I could walk to school every day, nice. which I didn't, but... <laughs> uh, uh, you yeah, so we've been here pretty much my whole life. I left for college, and God, what did we spend? 10, maybe 11 years between college and then just living in, in Minneapolis and getting, getting started in life with uh, my wife and had a kid down there, and shortly after having our first kid, we, we moved back up. So she's from here. Went, we went to school together, our whole lives together. So, yeah, we're, we're both back home. So you know a lot of the history of the areas. You're showing houses to people. You can kind of tell them, like, yeah. What, what it used to be like and what it is now. And yep. Yeah. We, we've been, we've seen, we've seen the area weather a couple storms. This is just a, another one. So happy to, to be on the forefront of watching the local businesses strive through, you know, come out of this better than they were before. So scary times today are leading to better times tomorrow. We hope, but, um, where in yeah. Southern Minnesota did you move? Oh, Owatonna where oh. the rest of my family's at. So I had no clue. Yep. Is there uh, a family down there too? I go, <laughs> 
that's my, that's my one that's my summer vacation is to go down and play golf with my my cousin and hang out down there um, that's, that's a cool area anyway <laughs> it always brings me up to the joke i i still owe a ton of money on my house <laughs> <laughs> too bad you didn't open a real estate company down I, there. Have. Your I think that's another fun thing about being up here the diversity of people you know from professional athletes right. yeah. to you know that are this might not be their only only house but it's one to get away from everything mm-hmm. to we have a ton of people from iowa mm-hmm. and i don't know yeah. i mean sally our coworker, she's from iowa originally yeah. and grew up coming here to their cabin and she worked at Bar Harbor, I believe. And, you know, so hearing the stories from her of what it used to be like, uh, a good family friend of Jordan's was a plastic surgeon for the Mayo Clinic. And he tells us about when awesome fishing guide. Yes. Yeah. When he was what? I mean, teenager. I mean, he was was a long time ago. Yeah. He was a as a teenager, he was a fishing guy. Then he went, now he's a plastic surgeon or he was a plastic surgeon. Now he's back just, Living the life. Yep. Yep. Living out the rest of his days up here. There's That's no awesome. better place. He so. was actually awesome. the, uh, this is always my favorite interesting fact on him. He was, he did the first, the first silicone implant. Okay. Wow. Ever. Wow. Yeah. That's but, kind of a to your name, right? Wow. And he has a Malibu too. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it all ties back together. <laughs> yeah. But um, you had mentioned just quickly or briefly the athletes that come up here as well. And the thing with that is, and I've talked to like, when I was, um, I do some sports reporting. And when Brian Dozier was here, he'd come up here during All-Star break when he didn't have, wasn't at the All-Star game. But I know he, he loves Zorba's up here. He loves Gull Lake. You know, this, this is a spot for a lot of those people. And just to get away where, well, we recognize them. I think the feel of them being in, in public isn't like autograph, autograph, picture, you know, like. Yeah, but, it's like, it's, enjoy your stay. Yeah. What can we do for you? Yeah. Got enough firewood? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, and, and he's, in, he's in with a bunch of like-minded individuals. Right. Like, everybody exactly. else is up here yeah. to relax, yeah. unwind, yeah. get away from the daily yep. grind, and, and so is he, right? right? So I think it's a little refreshing for, for people like them right. who are, are used to all that right. to be able to just kind of relax and kind of be one of us. You right. Know what I mean? yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sure we all have ran into plenty of hockey players at Zorba's on Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Absolutely. Yes. That's like yeah. the go-to. Yeah, you could go there is. any Friday, yeah. Saturday, and yeah. see, you know, a half a dozen of them all, like, standing in the corner, and everybody's like, oh, look at the bros. And you're like, eh, actually. Yeah, yeah. right. No, I don't think you know who that is. It's pretty cool to see them, like, holding the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Possibly drinking uh, something other than water out of it on the wall at Zorba's, right? Yeah. There's pictures of them. And being new to the area, I, I mean, I knew, okay, Christy Yamaguchi had a place up here, right? And what I didn't realize at the time was that her husband, who's awesome, by the way, Brett Hedekin, uh, graduated from St. Cloud and delivering a boat to Matt Cullen, which was Penguin Colors, taught him to surf on the delivery. And I'm telling him that I'm closing on my house. And I go, by the way, I think you might know my neighbors a couple of houses away. And I go, Christy Yamaguchi. And he goes, Hedy? Hedy's your neighbor? I'm like, yeah. And he's texting Brett Hedekin that you got to meet your neighbor. You're going to like <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah. A couple of weeks later, my parents are up here visiting and my aunt. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm off work today, but I, I am doing something that's a little bit like work, but not really. We're taking my neighbors out surfing. And my aunt's kind of listening a little bit. And she's 45 years old, hairstylist, nice Christian lady. And <laughs> she, I, I say, Christy Yamaguchi. She goes, did you say Christy Yamaguchi? She goes, she was just on Dancing with the Stars and she's just going, on. I'm like, Char, this is what I'm talking about. You can come out, but yeah. <laughs> they just want to be treated like Pump everyone else. Yeah. And, you know, Levi LaValle and, mm-hmm. and Kristen and their kids, like those, those guys, they get a new boat every year and they help be ambassadors for us. They get a lot of people on the water. They get a lot of pictures for us, but the end of the day i mean they're just a family like us and yeah jordan kind of jokes with me but i i actually got set up on a double date with them last year so <laughs> I, I don't know if they were feeling bad for me or just wanted to have some fun on the lake but it was uh it's been fun getting to know these these guys and you know if you do run into them around the area i challenge you to say hi to them but give them their space a little bit let them for have sure. fun you know they they're up here just like everybody else right. well it's yeah one thing with Kristen and levi like they they portray such a great um, experience just on their social medias mm-hmm. alone. But when you get to know them, they are, that's not just a, a thing for social media. That's really how they are. And right. that's, that's kind of the epitome or kind of the goal of how, how you're supposed to do right. it. Right. So having that experience is, yeah, that's huge. And I think Levi growing up in this area just has that like laid back lifestyle. Down Let's have earth. fun down to earth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, which I think more athletes have than we realize, you know, 
maybe not the LeBrons or the MJs <laughs> or the Tom Brady's, but 90% of the athletes are totally down to earth. Um, we, you know, we talk about Zorba's and I know for the longest time, like TJ Oshie and, uh, Scott Hartnell, oh, they yeah. had a place up here or the family did, but they go out and like my buddy, Jesse Nelson, he'd be in like a card game with them. And that's the thing. Like they want to be a part of this. They want to be a part of the everyday life. And like you said, if you do see them, if they're eating, give them their space, but they're also very approachable. Um, but I think that's just a cool angle that a lot of people think like we live up in the middle of nowhere with a bunch of lakes and golf courses, but this is heaven to a lot of people, you know? So it is the middle of nowhere, but once you're here, you're like, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh, you know, by yeah. that like second day that you're hanging out and you get past the, well, what are we going to do? You know, it's a 20 minute drive to go do anything. And you're just like, oh, this is, this is why, this is what you do. This is how you guys have fun. So it's, mm-hmm. everybody realizes that. And yeah. there is that turning point. I just wish I was in everybody's mind when, when it happened. Right. You, you talk about TJ Oshie back in 2015, April, when I first moved up here, um, one of my friends was still working at Madden's at the time. And so we're, we're golfing the West course and I get teamed up with this kid and they're calling him Osh, right? <laughs> and we're golf, we're paired up for best ball. And the next day, the wild are playing the blues in playoffs. So we're going to carpool into, to Poncho and lefties. And this is my second day up here now. And this, Osh that I was teamed up the day before and became friends with. He's wearing a blue shirt. I'm like, what are you doing? And everybody looks at me like, are you, are you dumb? Well, it's his brother. It's Taylor Oshie. And he was working at the classic at the time. That's funny. Um, so yeah, it's just small world <laughs> yeah. stuff, you know? Yeah. And I think Jacob, eventually we want to leverage your past a little here. <laughs> you got to talk a little more about it because you're pretty humble about it. Jacob knows a lot of athletes. I mean, a lot. You've told me fun stories about, you know, Tory Hunter and him being a, a big part of your early days oh, yeah. in the business and yeah. what that meant to you. And, you know, the fact that he still remembers who you are from the, the reporting world. And it, it's funny how many people come here that nobody has any. I mean, there are the Oshis and the Scott Hartnells of the of the world that do go out. Mm-hmm. They don't mind being seen. They have the membership at the golf courses and they go to the bars, they play in the men's leagues and all of that. Mm-hmm. But there's also the guys that are here that you have no idea. And it's just them and their family and they hide out in the woods. And mm-hmm. it, it's just, it's. It, yeah, it's super surprising to me. And I shouldn't be say surprising, but really cool to me that athletes that have, that are from Florida, Alabama, California, Texas, New York, you know, they end up being drafted by a Minnesota team and they stay here. Like this is mm-hmm. their home post retirement. You know, like I know there's a, there's a community actually down in down near Medina and in that uh, in that development was Flip Saunders and his whole family um, Steve Hutchinson John Randall Corey Kosky it's like all these guys from my childhood that were there so when I was like 13 we went trick-or-treating in that neighborhood <laughs> so I'm like oh, I was yeah. expecting like baseballs and footballs nah they no candy <laughs> full-size full candy bars yeah, exactly. full size yeah. Size. yeah. <laughs> um um, the Brian Dozers of the world, I mentioned him earlier. I, I had found out he was up here. I didn't see him up here when he, he'd come up, but I talked to him in the locker room and he'd be like, I love up North Minnesota. He's like, it's the best. And Gardy so, spent a lot of time here too. Gardy comes up a lot. He has a place. He loves going to the A-Pine. So nice shot to the A-Pine here. Mm-hmm. He has a place out on Aussie. I think it's his buddies, but yeah, he comes up okay. once in a while. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. Like, it's crazy. And I'm sure I'm forgetting a million people and, and it's not just athletes, but like fishermen. Fisherman. How about this? The Lindy rig. Who hasn't heard of the Lindy rig, right? I've been using it since I learned how to tie a knot. (laughs) And Al Linder, I mean, his family cabin, I think, is Steamboat Bay of Gall Lake. Yep. I I know. Yeah. I mean, fishing in this area, Babe Winkleman, Mark Kep. um, Don't forget Walleye Dan. Hey, we're praying for you, Dan. Yeah. Yeah, We're we're all praying for Walleye. Yeah. He's, man, talk about good people. He's he's, he's a great person. And uh, I got to work funny side story i'm talking a little bit here but um last year hbo called they wanted some footage of the ice fishing extravaganza and they sent out soledad o'brien from from uh the bryant gumbel show and she was out here and she was hanging out with walleye dan so we had to get some footage of that and some drone footage but she had never seen ice on a lake and she had never fished and she said that weekend and it was freezing it wasn't this last one it was two two years ago now it was it was freaking cold Mm -hmm. that year and uh she said that was one of the best experiences she's ever had in her life. And she's been a traveling reporter for years. But the hospitality that Dan showed her and just the, the up north 
I mean, I started walking around that place and she's all bundled up, but people wanted pictures with her. And it was, she's like, it was just like, you know, you hear that Minnesota nice I brought up earlier, but like, it's a real thing. Like, it's not just a saying, like we are Minnesota nice. Mm-hmm. So. Well, right. And it's like, and she, she was ready for an adventure. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's, yeah. that's what I find myself when I reflect, it's like, you know what, sometimes, you know, if it's a, if it's a weekday, a Tuesday that I happen to have off, it's like, sometimes we'll just let the day take us where we go. We'll kind yeah. of follow the wind. So it's, you know, being able to just kind of have an adventure with it and not, you know, kind of being, you've heard of island time, kind mm-hmm. of being on lake time, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, there's really no, no itinerary, yeah. no schedule. Which Speaking is that, we should get Kenny Chesney up here if he, you know, like, I know he loves his island. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get him yes, off the big island out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Dan, Dan had, uh, what's the guy from? Duck Dynasty, the the old guy, Uncle Sai. Yeah, Cy. that was that was cool too. Was he on with him? He, yeah, he was up here fishing. With yeah, him. yeah, uh, he was out a couple times. I think he came up and yeah, I heard he was at like Quarterdeck one time. I saw a picture out at Quarterdeck with him and got him out in the snow bear and yeah, which is like luxury ice fishing at its finest. I mean, you drive <laughs> out in this UTV, you never leave. You drill your hole from inside, fish from inside. Yeah, you're back back to shore. But so how about like. Cool. Uh, VIR too. We have kind of an interesting story. This was probably 2015 or 16, and there's the inter, or the Brainerd International races. They're going to be going on, and I'd never been to them. I was always, you know, I knew what they were. I was, I was a NASCAR fan growing up and motocross fan, and the drag racing was all new to me. Anyways, uh, we're at the store, and good-looking chick comes in, and Jordan sells her a life jacket and a couple of surfboards. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, later on, a race team comes in, and I'm talking to them, and ended up taking them out on a on a demo on a Malibu. They, they had a different X brand boat. Mm-hmm. They're from uh, Indiana. And anyways, um, we're out and find out this chick that that Jordan sold the life jacket to is number one in points. Her name's Leah Pritchett. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so they they get us free tickets to come in on Sunday to the races because we had to work Saturday. So went in Sunday morning, bright and early, and everybody's there taking pictures of Leah and we're like, Hey Leah. And she recognizes, come over and gives us a hug. And, and now when those guys are up, they call me like Sweet. they're, they're good yeah. friends of mine. They come over to my cabin. I took them to Ernie's. Then we went up to Grandview to the pub. I showed them that for some popcorn and obviously I had to take them to Zorba's <laughs> and uh, play some hammer schlagen. So oh, yeah. it's fun to show did them you, this. Did you let them play against Cowboy? The Cowboy <laughs> wasn't in there, Damn but, but get <laughs> right. the shout out to the Gall Lake Zorba's crew and uh, John Schlavik of, of all of them. <laughs> they opened up the dance floor downstairs for these guys. And uh, I mean, I probably had eight people with me and I think there was probably about 30 people upstairs and it was just like a 20 person dance party down in the basement <laughs> on a Sunday night. But they, they called me like two weeks ago, kind of talking boats a little bit, kicking props, you know, at this point, I, whether you buy a boat or not, like they're just awesome people to know. And when they're up here, you know, they're always go check out Minnesota yeah. inboard and everything else. And they're believers in Malibu now too, but the races, you know, the owners of BIR, they've been ones they actually have, uh, Levi LaValle's old boat, which was called Captain America. And so I've become really good friends with them as well. And uh, their son, Hayden, Hayden, he'll, uh, he'll come out surfing with me quite a bit in the summer. And if you guys want to want to see somebody who can rip on a on a surfboard, Aiden, 14 years old, he is really, really good. <laughs> we talk about now. Nah, I'm glad you brought that up because a buddy of a buddy of Sam's, um, by the way, uh, I'd like to thank Sam, our uh, camera guy and producer for this show. He also does a lot of my productions for Blaze Air. So yeah, Big shout out to Sam. Sam. We're going to get Sam a mic so he can start yeah, telling eventually, us to yeah, shut up. I know. Yeah. <laughs> One of the steadiest hands I've ever seen. That guy can hold a camera. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we were talking about kids, and I know you know Tucker Job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Tucker, he's been doing some stuff for Blaze Air, which is cool. But talk about a kid that just likes to go out there and rip on the, on the boards. Uh, I've seen him on a snowboard and on a wakeboard, and I know you've seen him probably more than me. But just that generation of kids that when I was just finishing up in high school, it was still wakeboarding, surfing hadn't come around. But are you seeing more of the younger generation on surfboards more than wakeboards? You know, it's interesting because surfing, yes, 100%. I mean, even for us, my number one favorite thing to do is to wakeboard. Mm -hmm. But three shoulder surgeries, multiple concussions, (laughs) blown eardrums, broken foot. And I'm not, I mean, I'm good, but I'm not awesome by any means and wakeboarding is still my favorite but you got to make a living so i can't necessarily be hurt like i could when i was tucker's age Mm -hmm. 
so it it's super fun to have him out on the boat and like I know what he needs to do I'm just not the one that's going to do it anymore because if I fall like that I'm out for two weeks and where he just pops right back up again I think because of people like him when people see it they're like oh maybe we should strap a wakeboard on again and then they have an instance like you did where yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll go back to surfing for a little while, but you don't forget that. No, or you don't remember it. Yeah, right. But one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I do think having the ability, like our boats, we have two different halls that we offer with Malibu: the Wake Hall, the Diamond Hall. For the family who, like for me, my dad's number one favorite thing to do is slalom ski. We all grew up knowing how to to water ski, and you know, started with kneeboarding on your stomach and then knees, and then go to double skis and slalom ski, yeah. then wake. Wake Scurfers came out in the early 90s, and I was a snowboarder. My dad and uncle couldn't get up on it, and here I am, you know, like <laughs> nine years old. I popped up yeah. on the thing, but I think the the versatility, being able to do everything, everyone should still learn how to ski. They should learn how to wakeboard. Like when it's smooth out, mm-hmm. go out there, try wakeboard, and just go slower so the falls don't hurt as bad. Yeah. But that's where surfing really has has changed the the game. As the falls don't hurt, they're funny. Everyone in the boat can be talking to you while you're out there, and yeah. But love to get your drone out there with yeah. the with the crew, the the Burger Boys Surf Team. Yeah. I think you've talked to them yeah. a little bit. So <laughs> they're a couple of the guys. They've had a family cabin up on on Gall Lake for I don't know, probably like 40 years, I think. And so it's two brothers that own the cabin. They got their kids, and they all go up there. And now there's grandkids involved nice. and everything. But these guys are fellow drone pilots, like like yeah. yourself. Um, around Lake Minnetonka, it kind of started and I was like, Burger Boys, why do you call yourself Burger Boys? And basically they, they'd go out on the lake, go take a set of wakeboarding or surfing, barefooting, skiing, whatever, and go grab burgers. And it was just kind of the the joke. And so it started the Burger Boys surf team. And these guys are awesome athletes and full-time fun time havers, I I guess you could say, but that's where we talk. We got to get you guys out with the drone, get them out and, and have some fun and to see some guys go huge. They do, and that brings up another subject. Uh, good friends of mine, they started the Chicken Boys surf team to kind of compete <laughs> yeah. with them. So uh, it's going to be tough. Rivalry, yeah, right. right. That's good. It's always good to have a real yeah. competition. But those guys, I mean, follow them on social media, and you'll see we share a lot of it on, on Minnesota Inboards. Um, we're huge with Instagram and Facebook, Twitter not so much, but this will be a fun time to be following along. If, if you do want to, our handle is MN Inboard. And uh, you're going to see a lot of our customers' new boats. This is exciting for Jordan and I because we custom order all these boats with with these families. And now they all get delivered and we get to open them up. And, I mean, it's like Christmas all over again. And so big thing that we do is we'll get a picture of them on the water with their sure. new boat. Sure. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. Social, the social media aspect. Sorry. Uh, Jordan, you saw firsthand us out doing a production. But I think in it, as Colton has seen lifestyle advertising, I think is what Colton is sort of going for with Woods to Water. But drones are becoming such a big part of it. And the cameras we can put on these drones. Um, and I know you mentioned the Burger Boys have some, a drone. A lot of people around here have a drone. More and more companies are going to start using that for advertising, which then turns into social media. You know, social media plays a huge game in our our lives right now, especially right now. Yeah, especially yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So um, can't get in front of anybody. No. So. Yeah. I mean, Jordan, you see it firsthand. I guess you, Cody, was talking about taking the pictures. How much do you think the Instagram and Facebook game have helped your your sales? Oh, I think it's been huge. Absolutely. We're, we're blessed that we have, we have a great following on our uh, Instagram pages and social media pages. What, what's really fun that Cody didn't touch on is after the orientation with our customers to get the kids and the whole family involved following Minnesota inboard and what's been huge is being able to repost a lot of their content, Mm -hmm. right? So it's not just, you know, directly from the manufacturer that we're getting every week. It's we're reposting our customers photos that they're living that, you know, the truth is on the water. Um, so it's, it's been huge for us being able to repost that. And then I want to touch base a little bit on you guys coming out last, uh, last summer, you guys get blown away with the technology in the boats. Me like firsthand, that was my first experience with, with actually doing a drone shoot. So it was something that kind of blew me away with the actual footage and angles and yeah. things like that. It gives you a really cool perspective that you don't necessarily see when you're sitting inside of the boat. Um, so I, th- I thought that was pretty refreshing. Well, oh, thanks. Yeah. I think it was fun shooting it. We had another buddy of mine, his name's Jay Christensen. He was out filming with us. And the funny thing he would do, we had an Inspire 2 out there with an X7 camera, which is like the top of the line camera you can put on one of those drones. 
of that size. And he was like, we were cruising in another boat right next to you guys. And he was just holding the drone too. So it's just like, they can fly, but it's more about the technology inside of those drones and in the cameras that really have just sort of blow my mind away and what, what are perfect for social media posts, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like that's, that's the angle we always like to tell people when we're selling our product too, is like, mm-hmm. hey, you can get pictures, you can get some ground footage, but but let's throw it all into one big, huge, like this is us mm-hmm. type video, you know? Yeah. So well, I, being able to grow, grow the brand, right? I mean, exactly. That's, that's really what it's all about. And I think it does an awesome, it's a phenomenal job of really showing you firsthand how, you know, how it really is. Right. And where these golf courses are laid out, I mean, they're in between all these bodies of water, there's mm-hmm. rivers running by them. Like to be able to showcase that with a drone is really, really cool. And that woods to water video yeah. you guys did like, running down the fairway coming from the lake like that is cool stuff yeah i know colton can attest to this too because that was sort of his idea when we got the legacy on board for the golf video was we need to get a shot either hitting a golf ball from the from the tee to the lake or from the lake to the tee because that was really yeah nobody has any clue how close you really are to the water there like how close you are to to golf Mm -hmm. and just tying those two together uh, the the day that Craig and said they were in, Jacob and I got giddy because we knew that we got to get that shot. We knew that we could tie that in, you know, because you drive by and you just see the wetlands there um, mm-hmm. on the north side of 77. You, you know, you see them right at the side of the road and you're like, where's this golf course coming from? Oh, where, where's that water from? That's that's just a cool, cool little shot. Mm-hmm. And you picture yourself standing on the tee box and trying to get over the wetlands, the huge dog leg, but, you know, land either short of it or try and cross and just a, a cool golf shot and a you know cool drone shot i was glad that we got to get that in. yeah that was that was a cool one we and the thing is we're lucky like i tell i have a buddy that's out in norway and i say it's not even fair you know you could be a five-year-old taking these drone photos because you're just around such a picturesque he lives in the fjords yeah. you know mm-hmm. and it's like but then i realize we're pretty dang lucky up here too with with the photos we can get in the and just the yeah i mean the he environment said it, right he said it when he was here yeah this he was loved like it. his yep. favorite place and yeah just well he also came for lakes jam too so no, <laughs> he, got to, he got to see the party yeah he got the party uh but i think he, know, he but, did uh <laughs> well you guys were kind of screwing around while he was here but yeah but still was fun. this guy dresses as a viking like yeah full-on Viking. And he doesn't dress. He thinks he is a Viking. He thinks he is a Viking. He has about 500,000 followers on Instagram. He's, a, he's uh, an ambassador for Vikings. He did a turtle oh, race. Oh, yeah. He did a turtle race yeah. in the Viking attire. Yep. Um, he, had yep. him on, he had him on horseback. Yep, jet ski. Jet ski. The go-karts. All mini golf. Yeah, all, we just did a so, full. Awesome. So maybe we need to talk to Alexa Score. Yeah. Who, her family's got a Malibu. They're down on Green Lake, but mm-hmm. she's a big ambassador for the Vikings now. Yep. And... Uh, Maybe we got to talk to her about getting him out and turtle. He can teach me his turtle turtle race. <laughs> I don't think he was very good. No, he okay. wasn't. Well, I'll go no. to Sally. I don't yeah, think his turtle moved. I think that might have been the funniest part of his whole weekend here was the kids looking at him. Like, the, he had some legit angry looking kids that this Viking was coming in and taking their, their turtle race. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like pushing the, the turtle, like doing a bunch of the kids, like, you can't do that. <laughs> He had a great time here, though, and it was like, I wish we would have had more time with him, and we'll, we'll get him out this summer again. But getting him on a wakeboard or a surfboard would be freaking hilarious in his Viking stuff. Um, Challenge accepted. And, yep. he's, and he's great at social media, so Minnesota Inboard would definitely blow up that weekend. For I'll, sure. I'll get on the horn with Alexa after this so yeah. she can put it together. She's a, she's actually was a professional wakeboarder herself. Okay. So I met her just once quickly before a Vikings game. Um, you know, I'm a talkative person, so I like to meet everybody but it was one of her first games she she announced or did the sideline stuff for the vikings i think and i know she does some stuff for their their show as well but uh i didn't know i went up to her and she's like how's it going i'm like good and i knew she was a wakeboarder but the first thing that came in my mind was those are some sick shoes you're wearing the gold ones i know exactly which ones you're talking about so if she gets out on a board we'll have to make sure she brings those too because (laughs) those are those are something else and i know she's proud of those definitely so yeah it's crazy um and i mean i I guess maybe the last topic we'll discuss are are those connections you guys make throughout your your lives selling boats and and just people in general coming into the pro shop i i think for me i'll make it quick my it's not like is it fun getting to know the lavalleys you know the professional athlete 100 but for me I, i think my greatest joy of it is like going out with the family who grandpa and grandma finding out about their cabin whether they just bought it or they've had it in the family for 90 years finding out their history of how this story like that's where my family 
grew close. Like we didn't have to have friends to the cabin because that was where we all, if we wanted to golf, Hey, I'm going to go golf with grandpa Mm -hmm. in the morning. Mm -hmm. My brother wants to sleep in or he wants to go out fishing. There's so many different things for everybody to do, but you're having your dinners together. Like as much fun as it is to go out to all these awesome restaurants. It's also really fun just to grill right along the, you know, on the lake or at your cabin out in the woods get away from everything. Mm-hmm. I totally hear you. Well, yeah, to echo Cody a little bit, it's it's so awesome to to see all these different walks of life. Um, to professional athletes, to to farmers over in the Dakotas, right? They have places over here and that's wearing their cowboy boots on the on the weekdays <laughs> while they're at work and then all of a sudden they're up here wearing a billabong shirt and flip-flops like <laughs> right, and, right. and that's my family. I come from a trucker family. I'm yeah, the yeah. black sheep, but so yeah, I can back a boat trailer good. <laughs> yeah. you Absolutely. Go. But have you have you never done yeah not once no <laughs> um but yeah regardless i mean it's it's huge to to be able to experience all those walks of life and and hear about that and hear about a lot of the history and um there's times where i, I spend a lot of time on on the gull chain but some of the surrounding lakes like even 10 mile and woman lake and you know all these places it's like you get over there and you it's not something that you're super familiar with so when you have a family that has been there for multiple generations that can kind of give you the history and the background of those areas that's something that's been fascinating for yep. me yep. that 100 percent is awesome getting to experience all these different lakes like we've even delivered boats up burntside lake up by ely mm-hmm. i mean out on a 46 acre island that used to be owned by the carnegie's and like the <laughs> steel company and this place was built in 1892 yeah. you know wow. and they redid it like this is that's really really fun and they're not letting it go out of their family perfect yeah i don't blame them Love to hear that. Well, yeah, like I said, I think that's a perfect place to end this first one. I know we'll be in touch with you guys for projects. We'll do another one of these segments, maybe down the road. We'll get out on the boat one one time, maybe, and do this. See if we can record one of these from the end of a dock. That would be cool. Some people surfing yeah. right in front of the yep. right in front of the yep. dock. We'll, we'll line up a couple of your your followers and friends or family members yeah. that you guys want, but we'd love to take you out. And anything we can do with the drone is always exciting for me. For sure. Absolutely, yeah. We surely appreciate you having us. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, it's been fun. So, I, you know, once again, it was Cody and Jordan with Minnesota Inboard. I'm Jacob Blazer with Blaze Air. Colton, let's end it. Yeah, I'm Colton with Woods to Water. Thank you for listening. All right, that's Listen Local. Find our podcasts on iTunes, SoundCloud, and more. Listen Local. Thanks, guys.